All right, we're Perik Dalad Mishnah Test. <coughs> Yesterday we talked about the fact that if you have uh, two rows in the Karim, so then uh, if there's uh, up to eight, uh, what's it called, up to eight Amis in between, so you can plant in between. When you have three rows in the Karim, so then the number goes up to 16. Uh, our Mishnah here is going to talk about, let's say somebody in the plants a carom, and uh, he's got lots of rows in the carom. He also wants to plant wheat in the carom at the same time. So if you have such a plan, so it's doable, as long as you leave 16 amas in between each row, even if it's milchatchila, planned out that way, so uh, that's beseder. Uh, Mishnah brings a story that uh, this actually happened, and someone planted a a field like that, and he actually had a good. He actually had a good plan. Also, as the way that it works is, is that you're not allowed to plant seeds underneath the nof, underneath where the overgrowth of the vine goes. So, what he did was, is that every year he switched the direction where the vines would be, because every year you like to plant wheat on a slightly different field, because that way the the ground has a chance to rejuvenate. So he planted his vineyard with 16 amis in between each row. In year one, so the vines went over that way, all of them went over that way, and he planted on the other side. You got to give six tfachim, right? Just uh, what's it called, like you always do. And then the next year, he pushed it over on the other way. Right, the final point in the Mishnah, which is actually the way that we paskin, is that even though the whole Mishnah is going with the idea that you need 16 between, but uh, the Shita, the Shita Satanoim, and we actually paskin that way, that if it was planned that way, Malachatchila, so you can get away with eight amas in between, not 16 amas in between, and that's the halacha. So that's Mishnah Tess. Anoiteyaz karmai al sheishas re'ama, sheishas re'ama. Somebody who plants his vineyard with 16 amas in between every row. Mutter lahavi l'sham. So you can plant another crop. Again, you need the sixth tfachim away from the vine. Amr of Yehuda, of Yehuda said, Maisa bet Salmon, there was a story in a place called Salmon, he did exactly this. He left 16 amas in between the rows, and he planted in between. And what he would do is, is that he would take from both of the rows, he would take the growth, the overgrowth, or the nof of the, uh, of the vines, and he would push them outwards, say, in that direction, right? One to here and one to here, so that he would have the whole middle row to plant, spare the sixth vachim. Ubishon acheres, and in the next year, he would move it in the other direction, and he would plant the other rows. And he would plant the open area. And the chachamim found out about this, this guy, this uh, new patent that he came up with, and they said that it's perfectly fine. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, Afanotes, Karmo, Shmona, Shmona, Amos, Mutter. They were even more makele, so since it was Molchatchila, planned like that, so even if it's just uh, eight Amos in between, so then that is perfectly fine. Okay. Um, Parakeh begins with a Mishnah which talks about... Uh, Let's say that you have a, what's it called? Let's say that you have a, a vine, and the vine starts to will, and then, not a vine, the vineyard, and the, the vineyard starts to, starts to wilt, 
at what point do we say that it's no longer considered to be a vineyard and then we just go by individual trees? At what point do we say that it maintains its original status that you have to go four amas away or uh, what's it called? Four amas away like uh, the din of a vineyard. So the halacha is, is that calls man that there are ten vines within a space of saw. Right, all right, uh, test question, right? How big is a Beisah? Beisah, we said it was 50 Amas by 50 Amas, right? So if you have 10 vines left within a Beisah, so then it still has a din, <coughs> it still has a din of a vineyard. Um, another halacha brought down the Mishnah. So we said that in order to, oh, and they also have to be in the proper order. In other words, they have to be rows. It can't be just 10 random trees. It's got to be 10 in its surah of, of rows. Um, another halacha, let's say that you, uh, you're not yekish, right? And uh, your rows are very not, uh, what's it called? Your rows are very, uh, you know, imprecise. They're not nice and neat and, and straight and orderly. So what's the story? So the first shita over here is, is that any time the bottom is straight, even though it's unkempt, and to the innocent bystander, it does not look like a vineyard at all. But as long as by the geza, by the trunk, so they're somewhat in a straight line, that's good. The last shita, which is how we paskin, is, is that calls not that anybody can tell that there's a kerem going on over here. Even if the rows are not precise and perfectly straight, it still has a din of a kerem. And all the rules of a kerem apply that you have to move four amas away. So, kerem shecharav, a kerem that uh, started to be destroyed or dry out. If there's still ten vines which you can pick within a Beisah, and then they're planted in the order, meaning in the rows, so then that's called a thinned-out kerem. Kerem shuhu natua erbuvia, a kerem which is planted in, the, in this country, they call it a mizblah. It's just, you know, it's like a... Random, uh, random mess. Yeah. If there is a uh, what's it called? There, there's, there's two and three, right? Like we had with the with the zanav, according to Beis Hillel. But Farshim um, say this is talking about there's two and three, which at least by the trunk. So uh, they're they're in order. This is a kerem. In love, ain't no ain't no kerem. But Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Meir holds, <coughs> Rabbi Meir Omer, hold the hu nira ketavnes akramim arizekerem. Any time that you can tell that there's a kerem going on over there, and that it's not just random vines, uh, it looks like it has some kind of a seder, so then that would be the seder as well. It's considered to be a kerem. Everybody should have a good Shabbos.